The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll have you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. <laughs> Next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Coming soon. Oz-flavored uh, bathtub wine. Oh, jeez. Uh, more potent, potent than I thought. <laughs> Oz, oh. this is going to be fun. Oh. Let's go. Let's do this. Oh, my I'm God. here. I'm here. I'm horny. Let's. I mean, I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> I got Next. one here. <laughs> he's, he, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses, the Magnum. What's up? Uh, yeah, we're here. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Indeed. And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all about the release of the latest comic book movie, uh, friggin' Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And we're going to be talking to you all about the one of the, the latest comics to come out from in the Spider-Man universe. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 26. So we got all that, plus whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, and we'll tell you how it is. You can let us know what that is in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this whole show would not have existed. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Uh, and uh, with that said, we should go to the intern, let the intern tell you all how to get down with Fantastic Four. Huh? <laughs> Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. Appreciate it. All right. So, uh, gents, how's everybody doing? All four of us are here. I'm so excited about, about that. I feel like it's been like a month or so since that's happened last. Yeah, not only that, and we took last week off too. So right. Yeah, yeah you guys did. <laughs> did. Did you not did you not take last week off Oz? Did you take do the show without us? He, he was sitting right there. <laughs> like I know they're late, but it's been an hour. I should take clock. <laughs> I didn't know that you were like, like I, it's crazy because you no, know. I, I was at work, but uh, I went back to the desk. I'm like, oh, show starting. And then I just got, got it. Lucky. It's like, man, it's not starting. 
That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Oz was all alone on the feed, and that's all. <laughs> I finally so. beat stuff for me that isn't show related. Did you? Yeah. What'd took you do? What? I, I took your advice. And What'd did, you do? I, uh, I finished uh, Chainsaw Man, the show. Oh, nice. And then I got mad that I it finished. So I bought <laughs> 11 volumes. Of course. Right. So I, I read those. Did you read then, 11 volumes of... Nah, I read, oh. I, read, I read two already, but yeah. Okay, yeah. that's about to say. Uh, I know you can read quick, though. Yeah, and then the manga is pretty quick, but the, especially because I've seen some of that stuff already on the show, but mm -hmm. they do add extra stuff in between, of like course. scenes that aren't... Right. I, what do you mean, of course? How am I supposed to know this? You've never read a manga and then watched an anime? No. Oh. I mean, it's, like, I, it's just like comics or books. I don't read those either. <laughs> you know, like you know, the, 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 no matter how faithful the the adaptation is, there's always going to be something that's left out, right? Mm -hmm. so. But some of the stuff they leave out is like that changes the way I look at this person. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, what else did I do? I read a bunch of comics. That are like, you know, like just kind of horror exploitation comics. Yeah, those are pretty good. That's good. Like anything that stood out for you that? Oh, uh, it's a company called um, Diabolic, mm -hmm. and they do uh, they'll do a they, a book called The Gringo Loco. That's like this, like kind of Jonah Hexy kind of. Uh, undying cowboy. You said Gringo Loco? Yeah. Oh, wow. And he's a dude that they kill. They keep killing and he just doesn't die. And he just kills a bunch of fucking bad cowboys. And helps out the hookers and the kids. And avenges, the, avenges them. I mean, as, as we all do from time to time, right? Yeah. About the hookers and the kids. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so I went I had bought that at WonderCon, mm -hmm. but there's also a book because I bought the double feature because they're made like Grindhouse movies. Nice. So the black one had a story about a a paranormal detective named uh, Professor Dario Bava, mm -hmm. and uh, he's a character that came out in a in this uh, heavy metal music video for um, a band that I liked for a song called Sorrow. And he's in there, and it's like, I realized the guy that created the comic directed that music video. And uh, oh, yeah. that character. And then, but I got like his second adventure. So I don't know none of the people that he's like referencing, mm -hmm. but you can still read it as a one off. Mm -hmm. But then I went to Monster Palooza on Sunday, and mm -hmm. then they were there. So I, I bought a bunch of that stuff too, but now uh, now that we're doing the show again, I don't have time to do stuff for myself. That <laughs> the, the Monster Palooza after how they treated Mayor Young. That's yeah. Oh man, man. Wait, what they but, do? To, what they do to you? They're, they fired him. Monster Palooza. Oh, that's a different monster. Mm. 
same beast. <laughs> yeah. But wait, so they had comics there? Well, it's a horror convention, yeah. And um, I mean, comics can be horror too, Larry. No, well, I understand. You know, I know that I, I thought the horror was mostly like movie stuff. It's movie and props. It's a lot of collectible uh, and people that are trying to break into the industry of like mm-hmm. prosthetics and stuff. So it was. It felt very like trade showy, like industry, mm-hmm. but also. Right. So consumery, so not just uh, it's for professionals and consumers. So they did have a Asylum Press had a booth there for comics. Uh, uh, this other like small mom and pop shop had they're selling comics there along with like music videos and stuff like that, and their music DVDs. And then um, they had a huge selection of Shintaro Kago books, which I wanted to get, but they're just expensive and I didn't know which one to get and they're all in Japanese so it's not like I could read the story mm-hmm. which I already or just look at his art online anyway and if you so, ever want to get freaked out Larry you should look at his art oh I don't I don't want to get freaked out yeah you do no so so when you say music videos or music DVDs it's like for songs that it's like independent music videos. Like that's the only way you can see it. Know. Or it's like uh, you know, like sometimes you like a band and they put out a DVD, and or, or you know, or somebody will, will record a live show from like the eighties, and mm. they have, you know, got like, it. And you rather have like a physical copy of that than as opposed oh, to like watching it online. The only way you can actually get it, or that you know, online it could get taken down. Or I mean, you know, now with online you can finish it, but again, it's like. It's like the old shrine, you know. We used to buy porn like that. Remember, Larry, with from Umada, you know. I, no, I I did not buy porn at the Shrine Auditorium. <laughs> why, why you either? <laughs> Look, I like how you said it. Like like we did it together. Like <laughs> I remember when we went to go buy the porn. And then we, Jay and Oz. We, we tried. We 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 swapped what we were watching each week. Right. <laughs> Remember, we were all children. We were all underage buying that porn at the shrine. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? I was like, I mean, oh, at I don't. Some point, at some point, we've all been broke enough that swapping out porn with someone else is not a bad idea. Wait, what? Yeah. Pre-internet, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, look. Uh, I forgot. Man. Mayor Young's a minister too, or something. Uh, no minister, just you know. Yeah, different. <laughs> Look, I guess I guess that's our cue to get to the topic, right? <laughs> Look, we got we got a lot to talk about anyway, so uh, let's let's go ahead and jump into uh, our review of the Spider Verse. Cue the music. Comic book theater. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> comic book theater. Comic book theater. Indeed. Thank you, The Claw. Comic book theater. <laughs> um, oh, I should go ahead and start by saying this is, there are going to be spoilers. I know you can see at the bottom, but still. 
spoilers for Across the Spider-Verse. We're going to talk about the movie in depth. So if you haven't seen it yet, you may want to go watch it and then come on back and listen to what our thoughts were on it. Um, you can also even comment if you're coming back after the fact and let us know in the comments what it is you think. Um, if you're here live with us, feel free to let us know in the comments what you think of the movie as well or what you think about what we're saying about it. Or if you just want to call in, you can do that too, right? Uh, FantasticForum.live. Hit the call-in button. You'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. So, you know, jump in at whenever you're ready because, you know, we know you all have opinions on this movie too. Let's get into it. The sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales is uh, grown a little bit and has become uh, a bit more seasoned of a Spider-Man. And he is doing his thing when he gets pulled into another Spider-Verse adventure, another adventure that has him crossing into different uh, realities and dealing with different spider people. I so, know they, they say he's grown, but isn't it like one year later in the first year one? And a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it is like a year, year and a half or so. But it's at the same time, nine months. Huh? It's at least nine months. Well, it's a why is it at least nine months? Because of the contextual clues provided by other characters in the movie. Oh yeah. The baby uh Mayday. Oh, oh. But the baby is the baby is much older than the nine months. Baby, like it's, it's like diapers. That no, baby, no, well, that baby, nine months to make one. That baby, that baby that looks like that baby's like a like a year, a year and some old. That baby, yeah, but has, it's a, no. They, look, they're not. If if your baby's wearing diapers at a year old, yeah, you're not. Um, wait, do babies get potty trained at a year? If if they're good, if they're spider, if they got spider stuff in them, yeah. I don't know about that. See, listen. Lawrence, you don't know about Mayday Parker, and we don't have time to <laughs> no, I, I, play listen. Mayday to you. Listen, but listen. I'm glad that you at least know I the name now. I like, don't like, need you see you it, to, it'll recognize the beast, sir. Okay, listen. What Miles? I need is is the recognition that Miles Miles is definitely a different version of himself in this movie because, and I think that if we all remember back to what it was like, because like you know, in Spider in Spider Verse, the first one, right? The dude is what, maybe thirteen or fourteen years old. He's about to start high school. Okay, so yeah, so depending, he's probably like thirteen years old or so, right? And fourteen, but he's transitioning from a kid to a young adolescent, right? And like we can, we know that there's a difference between when you're 14 and when you're like 15 or or 16 years old. Like that, those are pivotal years. You know, it may not be a lot of time, but it's a it's a significant difference. Oz remembers like he used to just shoot clear, and then you know about 10th grade it started coming out white. His webby that is. <laughs> is that what you young kids call it? <laughs> like, so you know, but yeah, Oz, yeah. Uh, but no, Miles himself actually says, "Like I've been Brooklyn's only Spider-Man for a year and a half now." Mm. So there you go. So, um, and you know, uh, like I will say this: this movie opens 
in a pretty fantastic way. And I know that it was it. I will say this. I've been very disappointed in the comic book movies that I've been watching in the last like year. <laughs> like, like literally, I've been disappointed by comic book movie after comic book movie for pre- pretty much since the last Spider-Man movie came out, right? Because Spider-Man No Way Home came out after Multiverse of Madness or before? Before. No, mul- okay, Man. so since Multiverse of Madness. Wait, okay, so yeah, so since Multiverse of Madness then. So but Multiverse of Madness. Mainstream comic book movies. What what uh, non-mainstream comic book movie did I not watch? Knights of the Zodiac. Okay, I mean, but Knights of Zodiac is based on that anime, isn't it? It's based on a manga. Okay, Most I'll give you that. Animes are based on a man- manga. That's true. A lot of them are. Not all of them, though. But hey, That's what I, said. I digress. So I didn't see Knights of the Zodiac, which actually just came out like what, the week before Spider-Verse? No. It came no. out for like two months. And then it probably left the others already. It came out when? Like, it, like Easter. Ago. And yeah. Okay, listen, if you want to pretend like, you know. You act like <laughs> it's a tiny little <laughs> independent film. It's got Sean Bean in it. If you want to if you want to act like lives. there's a big difference between two weeks ago and a month ago, then okay, fine, we can do that. It's, a, it's two weeks difference. It's almost My bad. Two ago. So it's not it's not almost two months ago. I look, I remember getting the text from Joe, like, hey, do you want to go see it? That wasn't that was a that was maybe a month ago. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? It's uh I saw the poster at uh WonderCon, which was two months ago. Okay, yeah. So either way, okay, fine, Jay. I missed that one. The fact is, all the movies that I've watched have been subpar since Multiverse of Madness. And I was just like, man, like, I'm like, like, I knew that that this movie would not be that. But, man, the first, the like, literally, the that first opening sequence, I, I might say was actually better than Into the Spider-Verse. And Miles Morales wasn't even in it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like blow, blown away by. I was like, this is before we get like the title screen. And I'm like, golly. I'm like, we're we're on like this. It, it finished and it felt like a whole movie. Yeah. By itself. Or I was just like, damn. It turns out Sony knows how to make comic book movies. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going that far. Especially with people they... from the Spider Universe, you know, that, that's their that's their bread and butter right oh. now. If you want a good oh. Spider-Man related film, you go to Sony. They'll put it out twice too if you ask them nice enough. <laughs> right. They do bring that up in the movie, which was hilarious. And look, you mentioned it to me, Jay, before I actually saw it, and I did pick up on it because. But I do feel again where it's like you you were right, Jay. Like they make a Morbius reference. And it's like one of those blink if you well, I can't say blink because it's literally audio, but <laughs> it's it's like such a throwaway kind of line, but it's one of those things where it's like you'll understand the reference if you're listening. <laughs> you know, kind I, of, think I was listening. Uh basically there's a, a line where where you said you weren't listening. Yeah, I don't think I was listening. Oh. Yeah. You want to explain it, Jay? Or... 
No, you go. You go ahead. <laughs> so there's a a, a a point where Spider Gwen and uh, Miles or Gwen and Miles are swinging, and they're they, he actually they're talking about uh, uh, Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man 2099, <laughs> and she meant she mentions how he's kind of like a bit of like a vampire and you know miles says a a good guy vampire he's like i played to see that <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny because like well it, the line is like completely kind of throwaway yeah. but at the same time you know with sony being sony <laughs> it's like I, that reference is my pretty brain, funny. Like, I, I remember hearing that but i didn't think about morbius at all <laughs> like I'm watching a good movie, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he said it's Morbin time or anything. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Wow. I'm so happy that didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, man. But I, I, like I said, the beginning of this movie, like the like, and you know, you get like a uh, uh, a recap of the events from Spider Gwen's perspective, and. You know that whole sequence is just like it's amazing. Like it really is. Like it. I mean, it. It almost felt like if they had made that to be like, oh, this is like the to sell you on the idea that this would be a good movie. Like you know, like the freaking uh, proof of concept. <laughs> it's like yeah, like but it. It just felt very awesome and complete in its own right. It and felt then, like it was a half hour. <laughs> right, right. But in like good ways, just so much happened. Like not not only does so much happen, but it takes you like on an emotional journey. Yeah. You didn't and read then the, the initial run of her comic, right? Like those only like six issues. Because that's yeah, the, much they condensed that those like five issues into those 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah, like edge of edge of the spider-verse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Spider Gwen one, just where it's her story. Oh, just Spider Gwen. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I did, I did read Spider Gwen as well. Not so. Ghost Spider, because that came no, out after, right? This it was her first. Thing. It was the series that got canceled because of um, what you call it? Because of Secret Wars. So like, it only got to five. It never got to get concluded. Mm. And then eventually, they concluded it like after Secret Wars, but they put a pause and. <laughs> Like, where's my fucking number six? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it, it it was it was good stuff, and you're right. It was basically like a condensed version of like the beginning of, of her story. And so it was, yeah, it was good stuff, man. Like introduced you to some key characters. And like I said, like it, it but it's it literally like after all that goes down, then the movie starts. <laughs> And you you get miles into the scene and whatnot, which is yeah, like it's pretty it's pretty amazing. And I'm just like, yeah. Anyway, what did what did you all think of of the beginning of the movie and how it started? What what did you think, Oz? Are we just talking about the beginning? Sure. Unless you want to talk about something else. Uh, well, at some point, I, I guess since we're doing spoilers, um, I wanted to bring up the cameo that everybody's talking about. I mean, there's several decent cameos, but there's that one mm-hmm. uh, that I don't know. We can talk about that later. I mean, we we can, if you want to talk about it now, we, we can go for it. No, no, let's talk about it later because that way we could talk about all the different ones. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. So no, I I agree. The the beginning was amazing. I didn't have to put up with Miles Morales whining about stuff. And then uh, Wait, and the movie starts and he shows up and I remember. Oh yeah, it's it's a Miles Morales movie that I'm watching. Uh, I kept waiting for for the real Peter Parker to show up. He eventually does, but not at the beginning. And uh, yeah, I I'm kidding. Like it it, it, it was it was great. The whole the whole beginning part was great. Yeah. Although I that was the first time, like those first whatever 15 minutes where I was thinking, I I think I want a Spider-Gwen movie. Mm-hmm. But also that finished and I felt like, wow, I got a Spider-Gwen movie. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I felt complete. Yeah. I I and, uh, I think Mo is right. I could have got up and walked out of the theater at that point and been perfectly happy. Mm-hmm. Five out of five. <laughs> right, right. No, but that is that's exactly the feeling that it left you with, which is crazy because I'm like, I haven't like again for an entire year just about. I went to comic movies and didn't feel that way, and this joint did it in 15 minutes. Well, the, and there's also the the uh, usually when something like this happens. The, the thing going in the back of my mind is, look, I'm here for a, a Spider-Man movie, a Miles Morales movie, or whatever. Why am I just watching Spider-Gwen? Mm-hmm. But it was so cool. It's, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy. I got a tub of popcorn. Exactly. It's like, whenever you all want to stop this, you're more than welcome. But if you want to keep going, it's okay. Like, I'm, I, like, and that's, like, I was just sitting here like, oh, like, oh, like, is this what we're going to be doing? Because I'm not mad at it. Because <laughs> I'm having a great time. But then it transitions. And it's like, okay. And it, I, it was pretty perfect to me. I was like, like I was genuinely blown away. Where, because I, you know, I, I know I went with uh, my buddy Raymond. And I just like turned to him like, that joint was amazing. Like, <laughs> like that could be the whole movie. What's taking Tugboat talking about? Uh, he says, hello, FF, a Spider-Gwen movie would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, we got a great Spider-Gwen movie. I, I hope they make a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will. Indeed. That Indeed. Uh, how about you, Jay? What were your like initial thoughts? Oh, initially, I liked it. Um, I did like the Spider-Gwen focus. Uh... I enjoyed her story. It's very tragic. Yeah. But I, don't know, I thought I, I just really enjoyed it. And I thought visually it was stunning. And I don't think I had any problems hearing, but I know a lot of people were having issues hearing, but I didn't. Hearing in, in your theater? There was something here that had audio. There was a news report. Oh. Saying a lot of people couldn't hear Gwen when she's monologuing over the drumming. Oh. But I don't think I had that issue. I didn't have that issue either. Yeah, me neither. I actually loved it. I I love because, like, man, this is some good ass drum beat. And she's like essentially singing the song over and then you know and it climaxes with like what i climaxed where it says like she's like 
<laughs> she goes, you know, I just wanted, I didn't join the band to express my emotions. I come to bang these drums like that. So the drums actually built, it adds that other layer to her telling the story. And it's something that in the comic book series, you don't get because you can't hear it. The drums, the drums are there. The letters are there. The, like the lettering is there for the thump and the drumming and, you know, but here you hear it, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't know what's, what's wrong with those people. But, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently there was an audio mixing issue oh, where some theaters, uh, depending on what volume they set, uh, set the movie at, it was an issue. Uh, one of the guys in charge uh, made a statement and gave the recommended volumes to hear everything well. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But uh Mo man, I mean, we all know how big of a Spider-Man fan you are. Like what what struck you next with the movie once we get out of the, the intro? Well, one of my and I think I told you this off the air, Larry, um, but one of my biggest things that I will uh, or my trepidations of this movie was the fact that um we're not getting like but I, I I was afraid that he's not getting his adventures, like everything's Spider-Verse tied. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's easy to make one good Spider-Verse movie. But, I mean, you saw we had three Spider-Verse events <laughs> and only one good one. It's the man that created the Spider-Verse. Right. 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 It's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, how are these movies going to do it? You know, and I was, you know, I, I was happy to be wrong. But, um, but it also gives it, like, spot. <laughs> like I think I've been the only person that I could think Spot had this potential, and uh, <laughs> and and, and, and he, Spot is a tragic character. Like even right. cartoons, the the, the mm -hmm. feature, like he is like it's a tragedy, mm -hmm. and and this one took it to another level and made it an epic. Like like he's the nemesis, like his his Green Goblin. It's his, you know, mm -hmm. his responsibility, uh, power responsibilities, you know, mm -hmm. and it's to his tragedy. So it's gonna, um, I, I really fucking, I, I love this, this movie and it just kept kicking up the gear every like moment that it just kept every, it almost had beats of like, okay, you got your first 15 minutes with Spider-Gwen and it's like, you got your 20 minutes with, with Miles, you know, mm -hmm. and then it kicks in to the full Spider-Verse thing. That's a whole movie in and of itself. Right. <laughs> right. And, and then going into the Citadel of Spiders. And mm -hmm. then, and then the, figuring out, like, yo, like, you are the aberration in your universe. You know, like, yeah. uh, it's a whole other dynamic. And, you know, right now, like, Miles is in the 616, and he's kind of like that. They kind of touched on that in the end of Spider-Verse, but not like this, <laughs> you know, like it felt like a, a almost like a cop-out the fact that he's from two universes, you know and mm -hmm. uh, and, and you know, but it's still good, it was a good theme in it good little twist, but it, it was way better here, and you know executive story consultant Dan Slot <laughs> in this movie so <laughs> it's like, oh, he saved the good load for the movie yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly because like exactly. the, the executive consultants were like, it was like a couple of the, the writers of the film, uh, producers, and then it was like Jason Latour, 
Robbie Rodriguez, Brian mm-hmm. Michael, and Dan Slot. And I'm like, fuck, that's like your yeah dream team. Team, yeah. yeah. So it like it like I would felt like it took me on a big web slinging ride just in those first thirty minutes. It, it is it is wild because the like you know you the way you broke it down, talking about how you get you know start off with Spider Gwen and then you go into Miles Morales. It was almost like like the because I, I, it's not it's not quite an act structure, but it, it's yeah. almost like they broke it in, into issues. It, yeah, you know? six issue uh, trade paperback. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Oz, how how are you feeling about it once you're you know transitioning into Miles and him doing his thing or whatnot? Like, did you feel like he was a a, a worthy Spider Man after the fact? Uh, I mean, he's fine. He's, if he's the only one, um, <laughs> I, I don't like that they forgot all about Aunt May. Well, I think was from that she was from the same universe, right? Because that's that was uh, their Peter Parker's, yeah, May, who had all the costumes. Mm-hmm. Like that's a resource to use you, if you're the only Spider Man, but you have this, I guess, tech savvy Aunt May that can help you out with the costumes and, and the gadgets i don't like they just forgot about her no no she, she, she moved yeah but the bunker's still there right i would assume but maybe bunker with all the costumes and the tech like at that <laughs> point, i was expecting him to go down there as kind of like his back cave. I'm, I'm i'm sick of fucking spider-man with tech <laughs> you know i had a trilogy <laughs> of movies of spider-man with tech let this dude be a real spider-man i just wanted <laughs> Some place for him to like at least fix what he's got, like his web shooter. He's got to fix them at some point, right? Or he's got to develop the web fluid, like some kind of lab. Give him a lab somewhere. He's all doing it out of uh, this, um, yeah, dorm room. And like his roommate knows, his roommate knows everything about him. It's just a little weird. That's how Peter started, too. (laughs) Not that strange. It's it's interesting because it it felt like, you know, his spider cave is actually like the subway tunnel, like where he would go and hang out with his his uncle. Yeah. Which and and we didn't see much of that place either, mind you. But you know, I think they flashed it like once or twice where he was like hanging out down there, and you know that seems like his like when he needs a moment, that's where he goes, as opposed to, you know. But who knows? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, maybe Aunt May took the bunker with her. <laughs> the oh, underground bunker? The, the yeah. house got destroyed, too. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, but I feel you. I'm like, I I hear what you're, what you're saying. I'm not mad at it. I just, like, like, even if he doesn't I, use it, I want a res- I want to find out what happened. What happened to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if he's not going to use it, that's fine, but <laughs> let, let, let me know if something happened to it. I was, I was like, it's the story behind things. I forgot. Oh, look, somebody <laughs> had, look, that Aunt May could have told him with great power and all that nonsense, you know? <laughs> and then, then he could have at some point been like, you know what? I'll leave my parents alone because I already got that speech. I'm good. Uh, what's Taking Tugwell talking about, Jay? Uh, Taking Tugwell. I haven't seen the movie. Wanted to ask if they gave Miguel a good reason to, for going the miles as hard as he is. And they did. They gave him a great reason uh, for going after Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it, it's perfect. 
they even gave like they gave him a reason. They gave him a history. Like they did a really good job of making him like credible. Mm-hmm. Listen, right? <laughs> and and you know, it, it's an interesting thing that this movie does because I feel like even the characters that aren't on the screen that much feel layered. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, like they, like you understand why people act the way that they act, even though you don't get like necessarily spend a whole bunch of time with them. And then on top of that is like, you know, cause understanding someone's motivations is one thing, but being able to like actually you know, uh, uh, empathize with their motivations is something completely different. Like, I feel like all the characters, like, people are making different choices in this movie. And, you know, all, like, you have, you definitely have a person that is, like, the bad guy, right? You have the spot. But then you have other people whose interests aren't always aligned and when when you're talking about these different like spider characters, it's not as simple. It's not as black and white. You know what I'm saying? Like you can technically find a character to to kind of resonate with. I think, and it may like I feel like four of us could go watch that movie, and each one of us feel like a different person is the one that's doing the right thing. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and that's like that's a a, a a pretty amazing thing to do because a lot of a lot of movies, especially these days, I'm not even talking about superhero movies. I'm talking about movies across the board. Right. Have a have a tough time doing that. <laughs> you know, making characters like three dimensional. <laughs> you know, but speaking of three dimensional, can we talk about these art styles on these different spiders? Oh my god, what? <laughs> what? Mo, what did what did? Oh no, actually no. Let me go to Jay first. Let me go to Jay first because I feel like I've been ignoring you, Jay. I apologize. I'm out here having you read comments and not talking to you. <laughs> Jay, what did you think of these these different art styles for the different Spider Verses and you know the different Spider Men or Spider People? And which one was your personal favorite? Um. I don't think I have a personal favorite. I mean, it it's all amazing. Like mm-hmm. the Spider-Man, <laughs> the car- the world, um just everything was amazing to look at. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed looking at every single thing. Mm-hmm. And uh it was awesome because <laughs> I saw it in IMAX, so everything was just huge and amazing. Dude. When I see it a second time, I might need to do that. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Oz? Did you have like a, a a particular spider person's art style that you were like, man? Mm, not really. Like I noticed that everybody had their own <clears throat> um, art style. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, Spider Punk was interesting. Yeah, it, it, it had like there's moments where I was like, that's pretty cool, and then a couple moments where I was like, that's a little annoying, but <laughs> it's, 
and it was just because it was a lot. Yeah. And <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of flashing lights. Yeah. And like the yeah. So I like it. I like the style and I like the way it looked. There's just moments where it was a lot. And if you're light sensitive or something like that, yeah. then you can really like mess with yeah, you. It'll get you. Yeah, it'll mess with you. I know the theater I went to literally had like a warning at the ticket booth. That oh, is like, yeah, we didn't have a warning where I went. Oh, where, where, yeah, you know, like literally a photo sensitivity, light sensitivity warning where they were just like, you know, if you react, you know, because, you know, like there are people with epilepsy that that kind of thing can help, you know, cause seizures and things like that. Uh, and then there's also other people that, you know, just like I said, have different other kind of light sensitivities or whatnot. So, you know, but, but I mean, I will agree with you that, you know, spider, spider punk. It was a lot, but it was amazing. And more importantly, in character, you know, which <laughs> is like, you know, like the dude is a is a friggin' nonconformist anarchist, right? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so his art style constantly shifts <laughs> and is chaos. It's, it's it's like the liner notes of like your DIY punk album. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like that's what the, the booklets look like. Yeah. 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 What about you, Mo? Did you have a, a personal favorite? I mean, I love the Miguel O'Hara, like, because I felt like he wasn't like he's not 2099. <laughs> he's based on a 2099 type uh world Spider-Man. But his, mm -hmm. his motivations, everything, his personality is like a lot uh different. Because it's like he's dealing with all this, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like a variant of that, and it's like it's almost like oh, we'll just use them for a good design. But it's not like you got a, a twenty ninety nine kind of movie mm -hmm. <laughs> for him, you know. Here, mm -hmm. right. um, so it it, it was a you know it's an interesting one to use, but they just made him look cool. Like he almost looked cooler without the uh, the mask on, <laughs> and just, yeah, yeah, it looked better like that, and. So I love that the style is big, and then you know I like the uh, other ones I saw. I mean Ben Riley. I know you hated him because of the hoodie, but like <laughs> Dude, Ben like, Ben Riley, it was so good. When he's just sitting there like brooding, yeah. yeah. Dude, that that looked awesome. Yeah, I wish he was Chasm though. Was that? Um, <laughs> did they use a Del Auto style for that? Yeah, it, well, I like was, uh, I was trying to place yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like they, they had from Earth ninety four because, and then that's how he was when he when he took over the title. Yeah, it was like, like he's all broody and, and in everybody. The 90s. Yeah, but that's yeah, nice. oh, that was a painful memory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. was the vo the voice, uh, so <laughs> he was good at it. Um I like the Jessica Drew, like, I don't like that look like that, but it's fine. Like, the character was actually better than the look. Um, but her art style was very consistent, and the the facial expressions, the way they animated her, like, she was very, it's almost like she is, like, the second, because <laughs> she's just as, like, pensive and observant as, like, if not more so than Miguel. Oh, yeah. He should be the head of that. No, she could keep the cooler head. Because mm -hmm. that's like part. 
part of Miguel's thing was like he's like it's all it's a chip on his shoulder that is a spider thing, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and his is like you know across the multiverse because mm -hmm. of what he experienced. So yeah, I can see like maybe he's a little too shell shocked to to be at that position, you know. Mm -hmm. It's part of what makes the movie great too. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Oz? I like Jessica Drew the character and mm -hmm. the way she is, the way she acts. Mm -hmm. I don't think she needed to be pregnant. Like that doesn't really add anything to her character or the story. Yeah. If anything, it, it detracts because it, it just to me it just makes her seem a lot more irresponsible to <laughs> be vo voluntarily putting herself out there. Yeah, like that. Like it's one thing if it crossed up against a moving train. It's one thing if like somebody like she sees somebody get attacked and she's got to do something. I I understand that, but it seems mm -hmm. like she's volunteering to be on the front lines on this one. Um, it, it just it didn't seem that I I kind of understand why they did it, sort of maybe, but it wasn't necessary. Um, her character like it if you take away the pregnancy, it doesn't affect what her character does or or how her mm -hmm. character is. She's yeah. still cool. Um, it, everything Mo just said about her, it's it's still true. It's just mm -hmm. it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah. It, it's an interesting choice. And I, I do kind of wonder if that's going to uh, come into play somehow more so. We're going to get Spider-Boy. Huh? We're going to get Spider-Boy. That's not where Spider-Boy comes from, right? It will be now. That's what we decided when we read... Spider-Man 7. No. Mm. So, <laughs> look, wait, so, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if, if it plays into the next movie. I don't know. Like, I mean, the only thing for me is, you know, having read, um, like, you know, Spider-Woman, the Spider-Woman comic book, like, you know, there was a point where she was actually superheroing while she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. I assume that's what they were trying to reference. Yeah. And so I don't, you know, I mean and she was she was doing it you know for her own reasons like there wasn't like, you know, I mean she was showing but she wasn't like third I mean, trimester. You know, Jessica Drew. <laughs> right. Je Jessica Drew um is, you know, a complicated character. She was going through a lot of different things during that time in her life, so you know, it's like she had her reasons. Obviously, like that doesn't come into play in this movie for this version of Jessica Drew. So, or at least it hasn't so far. So I don't know. Like I'm, yeah. But I feel what you're saying, Oz, because you're right. Like it, it, it literally is like just an aesthetic <laughs> in this movie, which is different. But you know, hey, yeah, um, yeah, man. I will tell you that. You know, I was blown away by just like all the different choices they made with these different spider people and the different art styles and whatnot, and just you know loving it. Like, I mean, even just like especially considering like how it like I think the main thing was like how it references like the characters in the comics. Like, you know, like like yeah. um, you know, Miles Morales, his whole world is very comic booky. You know, uh, like you know, like hardcore. I mean, it's it's like the ultimate, the ultimate comic book, like the the original ultimate comic books, kind of. And then, um, when you go to to Spider Gwen's world, 
it's like all watercolory, and it's like like her book was like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like the like the initial kind of Spider Gwen stuff had like that watercolor kind of coloring feel to it too. And then even like going to like um friggin' uh uh Miguel, you know, Spider-Man 2099, which th- that's a little bit where you know you get a more of a departure from mm-hmm. the comic book, but he was gritty and what you know they decided to kind of do like what to me at least looked like a, a John Romita Jr. kind of art style for him, mm-hmm. but like in 3D, which I was like, oh wow, yeah, and you know, I mean, we all know like John John Romita Jr.'s art it has like a, a grittiness to it when he decides to like you know put the the time in you know where it's just like you know and and so I'm looking at like like his art style and I think that goes back to what you're saying Mo where you're like he like kind of looks better even with the mask off and that's because like you get like like this fool's like lips yeah. <laughs> have like those like those lines in them you know what I'm saying when he turns around yeah it's like just it's so expressive and I was just like man like I'm like this movie is blowing me away like like I'm like people are sitting just having conversations and I'm like the best thing that's ever happened to comics, you know, yeah. <laughs> comic book movies right here, you know. Everybody that's acting is like the the animation and the facial animation. Everything is so good that you're like, this is the best performance they've ever done in anything I've seen. <laughs> and <it's> not, <laughs> I don't know if they did motion capture for them or nothing, but it, it like it, the the facial animations were amazing, one hundred percent. And and it's crazy because. You know, it, like I remember, you know, Jay saw the movie before I did, and I remember asking him. I was just like, "Jay, is it is it as good as the last one?" And he's like, "Man, like he told me, like it, it might it might be better." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Really?" Because I know for me, I was just like, I was I would have been perfectly happy with a movie that was as good as the last one. Like that that was all I could hope for, really. Because the last one was so good, or so I thought. <laughs> but Destroyed, I'm like, man, like I don't, I don't even know if I want to watch that that last movie anymore. I might go back and be like, man, Destroyed. I might be like, this old trash ass into the Spider Verse. You know, <laughs> I was like, let me go watch the new one again. Spider- I know, but Spider Verse Beta. I know, <laughs> like even like you know, and and a, another like a, a a portion again, like you know, like. Where I was just like, man, like the performances were so good, and I think like another like two standouts that I think really need mentioning are friggin' Miles's parents, man. Yeah. Like both both of those folks that were, you know, his his mom and his dad were so good, like you know, and it just felt like very very real, you know, like parents really trying to cope with. Except that teenage son. His name. Say what? Except that Jeff took his wife's last name. He took his. He took he took his wife's last name. Because he called him Mister Morales. Yeah, and he's like Lieutenant Morales. Uh huh. And he's not. He's Jefferson Davis or Jeffrey Davis. And that's why Mile like 
Miles is technically Miles Davis, but they call him Miles Morales because he doesn't like the jazz. <laughs> he doesn't like the jazz. <laughs> so, like, and we had this conversation on there, Larry. Like, you know, yeah. So, and it's like, so they're both Latino? Like, he's not mixed. <laughs> you know? Which I'm okay with, but, you know, it was weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It took me out. <laughs> it, took, it, it took you out again, even though it was, well, it was like that in the first movie? <laughs> well, no, no. It, it, yeah, yeah. We had this conversation because of the movie and the game where it's like, I always said, like, why, if his mom's the Puerto Rican one and his dad's the black dude, like, why is his last name Morales? And you never gave me an answer. Um, yeah, and then the game did where... It's like that's Miles Davis, not Miles Morales. And then you explained to me that that's how it is in the comics. But he doesn't like jazz, and so he took. He, so Miles took his mom's last name because he doesn't want to be called Miles Davis. And then, uh, and I'm like, all right. But then the dude like is just Morales, like in the movie too. Like he hates Miles Davis too. Probably. <laughs> Just how yeah. I, the conclusion of that bunker, I want, I want that. <laughs> there, okay. Right, look, I, I'm not mad. Like the the movie has to have some down, some downsides too, right? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. This last name debacle and the friggin' bunker mystery that never gets solved. It's like lost all over again. I agree. Taking okay. Uh oh. We lost it. <laughs> it's called being woke, Moses. LOL. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's not what it is. Being woke is make sure nobody catch you slipping. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what I do that. So what else what else do you all uh any other like or what other thoughts do you all have about the story or the movie? I like the different cameos. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Spider-Man Unlimited and uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, even though I didn't like that cartoon all that much. But right, right. You know, I I think we might not have the Gwen Spider Gwen now if we didn't have that Gwen Stacy there. Because I think that was the first one where they show her kind of like being almost a, a a peer to Peter than just the. The, the love interest, the, the one-dimensional mm-hmm. love interest. So that it has its merit there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then they show Toby and Andrew. Right. And that was cool. And you know, I love that they, they connected the the spider webs across all realities with like the canon moments, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are, are important and uh and they call them canon moments and you know it, it's is I, that was a good little uh, theme in the movie that that really like cemented everything in it. It's like the, it's like you didn't have to do all that. <laughs> I, I was with it, and then boom, it was like dang. And then the ending, like this was like the Empire Strikes Back of <laughs> superhero movies. It was like like uh, Infinity War kind of, you know, like it's like I love I love it. I love that, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it didn't have a end credit scene. But, no. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it did not. It did not. I mean, look, what else can you put, really, right? It's like, you know, you kind of just leave it for the people to kind of, like, sit with. Really, yeah. <laughs> look, re resonate with that, you know? <laughs> you go. We got the Web Warriors. The Oh, in the friggin'. At the end. In, well, that team, that, like the Reagan negate team, that's going through across the multiverse to help each other. Oh, that's, got you, got you. It's the new Web Warriors, but yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That like John Mulaney, like we got the original team from the first movie. Mm -hmm. I think I think Nicolas Cage voiced a couple of those like cowboy Spider Men. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. it sounded like him to me as well. Yeah, so like, I, I, yeah. But I love that, and yeah, it's such a good movie. Az, uh, do you want to talk about any of the cameos? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about the uh, fake ass prowler. <laughs> Wait, why is that fake ass prowler? <laughs> I don't know why everybody is so obsessed with with this guy, with uh, childish Gambino. Whatever his name is, being Prowler, Danny Glover. He, he just seemed <laughs> Donald Glover. <laughs> whatever, whether it's the dad or the son. I mean, um, he just seems like you don't think he seems like way too like he's been smoking way too much weed to be Prowler. Like in this movie, he's like like really like <laughs> no key like the the Prowler in the first one. Is a cool character. I know. I don't know how Prowler is in the comics. I don't think mm -hmm. I read the Miles Morales comics, but like <laughs> the, the way the way he is in this, like it's kind of like you motherfucker. Like like in in the in the uh, in the live action Spider movie that he shows up, he's still like you know like oh yeah, you know guns and my. My nephew was in this neighborhood. Yeah, like, 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 dude's high all the time. I can't picture him like actually going out and doing shit. Like, he looks like he needs a nap. Is it like his his demeanor comes across as high to you? Yeah, like he like he just smoked when he used to just lay down and take a nap. He can't just be calm. No, no, because it's not calm. It's like he talks kind of slow, and he's like. I, nah, man, it, it's 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 way past calm. Like, no, nah, I, mean, I, I see dudes I've seen act like that. Just just smoked one and are ready to just lay down. But realistically, like he's just a prowler. Like he's not mm -hmm. like they they haven't made him the villain in in the, or you know essentially Spider Man's body double. In uh, in any movie yet, so it doesn't really matter. Like it's it's essentially like Jim from The Office being Mister Fantastic. Like he's just gonna do it there, and that's it. Like <laughs> you're not gonna get a Fantastic Four movie with him, you know. And that that's kind of what this scene is. So it doesn't really matter. They could have had a white prowler, and uh, but they didn't, you know. Heaven forbid, yeah. <laughs> a white prowler, man. They always taking things from black people, well, I mean, man. It like he should have been a little bit more angry that he was, like, imprisoned. Look, here's the thing. If you're ever incarcerated, being angry is a waste of energy. 
because being locked up like that requires a lot more stamina than you think, you know. Plus, also too, I think it's just it's just a, a quick cameo. It's like it, it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like Howard the Duck. It, it's not it's not it's <laughs> not even it's not just a cameo though because it it reminded me of his scene in the Spider Man movie, and there's a deleted version that goes on longer. Where it, like he still like he has no energy. Like I thought, like I don't know, maybe the suit powers him up and he wakes him the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, go out and get something done, but I don't even believe the dude could rob a liquor store, even though he's like buying weapons in that movie. Like, you see the extended scene where where he's talking to Spider Man after he's been like webbed onto the 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 at the hood the 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 trunk trunk of his Mm -hmm. car. Like they they talk for like a minute and a half, and Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm like, yeah, cut that shit out because dude's boring me. Charles Gambino should not bore me that much. Like he should be way more entertaining than that. Somebody, somebody effed up in the writing room, or he smoked too much weed, and now they have to go with that. Like that—that's just his character now. It's established canon. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess, I guess it's like having seen Donald Glover in a number of different things. It just feels to me like you know, hey, sometimes he's that guy. Like it, like in Atlanta he has that kind of demeanor a little bit like in that TV show. Obviously like say Community he's a completely different character so he's more I mean energetic. it sounds like you're saying dude has no range. Like he's I'm, either like, higher or he's I'm, not. I literally, I literally just said the opposite of that. Like You just said <laughs> parameters to a range. I don't listen to what Lauren says. <laughs> Like you know, I, I think you, you decided you what you sentence. wanted to hear, and just know what I said. You got one sentence to catch my attention. That's <laughs> wild, like, like I'm smelling a candle. It's like the 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 guy was being consistent with the character. It sounds like from his version of the character in the movie. So Which that's he what didn't you have to be. <sighs> the character in that movie sucked. And it, it's on for like <laughs> like so three he, minutes. Yeah, that's a long time in movie time. No, especially geez, in okay. Spider-Man movies. Those Spider-Man movies were not like, what, three, three and a half hours. hours or whatever the hell this this thing was. This was long. This movie was <laughs> way too long. Like you could easily cut out a half hour. I don't need like you don't need uh, to redo the family stuff. Like I get it. I Miles and his family are are drifting apart, and there's there's conflict there. I don't need to see that every ten minutes. So, so you felt like it was too long, dude. It's two and a half hours, and it's not even done. But did it feel like it was two and a half hours? To yes. You? Oh, yes, okay. uh, obviously not at first. At first, it's entertaining. At some point, it gets a little bit repetitive, mm. and look, it, the way it ends makes me want to see the next one. Mm-hmm. But realize. At some point, you gotta pee, man. No, no, I agree with you on that. Like, I definitely like I. That's that's gonna make you feel every extra minute. (laughs) Yeah. Like when you're looking at your empty uh, soda soda thing, like, (laughs) like, do I really need to keep this popcorn bucket? Hilarity. Uh, Jay, how did you feel about the length of the movie? Did you think it was too long, or are there scenes that you can think of that you would have? shortened or cut out no 
<laughs> Jay's like, perfect. <laughs> I mean, I could have used more, honestly. <laughs> Jay is like, what the like, hell? Like, exactly what the director said. Like, you know what? Two and a half hours is not enough. We're gonna we're gonna need a part two. Yeah. Give me the second movie right now, like right after. When is the next movie supposed to come out? I didn't even probably look like at that. Years, like they're probably already working on it, but it, it, next year, I think. It seems like they knew they were going to make another movie before this was done. By the way, they did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. And you know, I I know I definitely was of the mindset like, man, like I don't understand why they didn't like Back to the Future two and three this joint. So we get like. One in the summer and one in the at the end of the year or something like that, you know, like because I'm like I want to see the rest of this movie like right now, yeah. <laughs> right now. Uh, and, uh, I think it is coming out next that, year. On that yeah. train of thought, what I'm seeing on the internet from NPR, so it's probably not true. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man Beyond the Spider Verse is slated for March of 2024. Yeah, so a little bit under a year. That's actually not too. It's animated. You can't put it out as quick as a as a Back to the Future. Plus, there's a writer strike. Yeah, but that's true. But yeah, the writers are done. Even if they already wrote it, like there's stuff that stopped filming as soon as the writer strike started. Also, animation didn't get caught up in that. No, animated writers did aren't a part of that. It's still so might like a solidarity you know, thing. There might be some doing solidarity, but officially, no, they're not caught up in that. Oh, that's crazy. Like, why would they not like why would animated writers not be part of the the writers guild? Because they don't get paid shit whether it streams or not. They've been getting fucked from day one. I know, man. That sucks. They love getting fucked. (laughs) They're like, we write, you know, we write real stuff, not your cartoons. It's like, wait, what? Like, as a as a a wise man at my job once said, you know, at some point it stops hurting. That that stick just smooths out, and uh, you take it. Man. So yeah, but no, I mean, happy uh, Pride Month. I. Jesus. Oh God. I I will say that, you know, yeah, I, I, I wish that this movie was coming out like the end of this year. The the next but I like I if it actually does come out in March of next year, you know that's can, what that's what I'm seeing on the internet. We're I already for June, so yeah, that's why yeah. it's less than a year, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um and then, like, did you all did you all see the twist coming? I did. Like earlier, we were talking about this, and you you talked about how like the the twist it like blew you away. You were like, "Oh my god, ah, I didn't see that coming!" Like your arms yeah. like this and everything. Yeah. Fuck, I've had a lot of alcohol. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I kind of like. Once I realized that uh, where he was, mm-hmm. I saw it coming. Like at first, I thought just because it's been two hours at this point, and I thought, okay, we're gonna start resolving shit, and then you start finding out all that. that twist. Actually, that got me. That one, I'll admit, got me. But okay, one, yeah, that 
that's the one I was talking about. The the where he is that yeah. one got me. Yeah, now, that that yeah. The twist, it's um. Oh no, that's not what I was talking about. Like the the reveal at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I was talking about. I, I the, know we're we're spoiling, but I'm still like in that. Yeah. Right. No, I, I agree. I yeah, hasn't seen it, so I'm trying to. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're talking about the uh, that the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the I mean, location, ending, but not really. Yeah, then, then yeah, okay, that got me. That yeah, you think because again, it's two hours into the movie, you think stuff's gonna start resolving Dude. at this point, and you know he's gonna deal with his family issues and then yeah, you know, all that. But yeah, yeah once uh, <laughs> yeah, what the 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 final twist, which is what I see most people talking about on the internet anyway, that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, that I agree with you there. Like, but okay, it's interesting. I, you, you've regained some of my respect for you. <laughs> Look, it, it's interesting because, like, it puts it all out there for you, though, and that's the wild part. Because after the fact, I'm like, oh my god, and it's it's wild because, um, like, I saw a a, a thing where people were talking about how like the joint is like actually foreshadowed in the first movie. And I'm just like, dude, like that's crazy. And I'm just like, huh? Foreshadowed in, oh, that uh, about the spider? The spider spider? Yeah. And I I, I don't think I saw, now I only saw the first movie once, mm -hmm. but the spider be like, I thought it was like, there was 41 other spiders. I mean, I I think that there I think that there are, but, but mm-hmm. and maybe you were about to say this, but then realizing that when when a character is not in his own universe, right, he glitches, right. Then I think back, yeah, like, where the hell was that spider glitch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what exactly. I was exactly, and it's just like, dude, like, and it's one of those things where it's like, is that just something they decided to like, like, did they? I like, I'm like, is was that planned like that? And it's like, I like, you know, it's like, who knows? Like, you know, but hey, it's man. like, it's crazy. So, so, like I said, so he knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the 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 spider, the friggin'. Spider Verse team definitely is on point, man. They they make it happen because I'm like, can we get man. the Spider Verse team on like the other Sony movies? Hey, listen, like it's crazy because I'm sitting here like I remember well, us yeah, us. Oh, go ahead, Mo. The movies that Sony does aren't the like based on stuff that's like has these seminal amazing things in the comics you know like you talk about like the closest thing for venom is like the carnage or lethal protector but they're not referencing those like they don't even want to they didn't even want to connect with the spider-man at first you know right and and morbius is the same thing it's like they're they're up by disconnecting it once they connect it you can weave those you could do a bad and then do a good one right after (laughs) you know like (laughs) Because it's like, it's still connected, you know? The disconnect is what, what's fucking them up, you know? Like, having a, like, sil- what is it, Black and Silver or whatever? Or, like, a Sinister Six movie without Spider-Man? Like, it's like, yeah, like, that's not going to work, you know? Yeah. 
and you know, I mean, I, I would venture to say that there's a way to you can have a Venom movie without Spider-Man in it. However, you you should you you reference Spider-Man off screen and move forward from there. Like you could totally have done like you know an animated you know like opening sequence like you know that explains that history and act as if as though okay we're moving forward like, from that with with venom like in lethal protector it's like he literally like, he left because it's like well fuck i gotta uh i gotta move on from this from this hate mm-hmm. and I gotta take it out on the people that really deserve it because even mm-hmm. though i hate him i have to <laughs> i have to protect like the the that imprintment of him being a protector is so strong that he's like, I can't do it in the same town as this guy. You know? Mm-hmm. That's all literally. If, if the Venom movie started with that. Yeah. But he didn't want to protect. Like, he, did, he didn't even get the symbiote, symbiote till he got there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, so it's like he had no uh, run-in with Spider-Man whatsoever. Right. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Um, Jay, you got any any last things you want to talk about or mention before we start wrapping up Spider Verse uh, or across the Spider Verse? Um, I did not see the mainframe Spider Man, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he's he might be in there. I gotta go Dude. rewatch it. Mainframe. Oh, the animated. The, yeah. the animated uh, Spider-Man. Spirit? That was that was yeah. That was the MTV oh, they, one. They put the they put the theme and everything when he came out. When who came out? The uh the the animated the cartoon. Yeah, but no, the not one, not we were talking about the MTV one. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what you're yeah. yeah, dude. I I I think I think they had the friggin'. Like I mean, they they just had every Spider Man in there, so I can't imagine they would left him out. <laughs> you know, right. it's like Sony. They didn't have every Spider Man. I didn't see no Superior. I was I, know, I was representing Superior with my hat. I feel like I feel like Superior was probably in there. Look. Nah. They, they they had that one guy with the friggin' no. If you put superior, you put superior in that uh, in that group, he's gonna he's gonna take it over. <laughs> he he's gonna be gunning for Spider Man twenty ninety 99's role. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Look, maybe I that's think what happens. Superior twenty ninety nine too, right? Like at some point, everybody was superior. <laughs> no, he ended up in twenty ninety nine. Like he got portaled into it. And yeah. I like how they reference No Way Home. Yeah. Yeah. And they, because <laughs> they actually called it the, the Universe 199999 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he knew who Doctor Strange was and everything. And I, like, I, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it was especially great because we know that's the MCU universe number, but they're trying to make it 616 now. After you know, after uh, that, uh, oh, Doctor multiverse of Man. 
yeah, they they try to rename it to the one to the six one six universe, which is not. Well, but they didn't they didn't try to rename it. I mean, it's the people they, they literally called it six one six when it's yeah, but... nine 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 nine. No, but it's six one six M. Right. It's like different, like it's perspective, you know, like just obviously, like, like we think of it. We would oh, go ahead. Universe eight three eight is literally just plus two one two. Like you know, or like what what is it? Uh three three two three, I guess. Six one six plus three two three is eight three eight, right? And that's my area code. Don't worry it out. <gasps> <laughs> what was Tyre Claw saying? Uh, he was asking what we thought of the MCU Prowler. Oz loves it. It's his favorite Prowler. He you know what? Would calm down. I I would be fine with him if if uh, Sony hadn't shown me a much better Prowler. Who <laughs> <laughs> much better Prowlers with better music? Because it's like no, you're right. Two, yeah, I think too much better prowlers than I love the prowler. I love what they did with the prowler in the first movie, mm-hmm. and I love like even in the comic, like in the ultimate comic, it, it wasn't that great. And then I love no. what six one six did with prowler, um, because he's like a reformed villain, and mm-hmm. so I love that. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, like Maharshal Ali, playing it. Playing him is fucking tight, and then yeah. on top of that, like the way that story planned out, and then the musical thing that Daniel Pemberton did. I, I I know that motherfucker's name because this fool did <laughs> an amazing job by adding that great sound for the prowler. The yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's what Ali. Huh? Yeah. Why yeah, is he messing Uncle around Aaron. with this goofy ass uh, blade nonsense? He should just be Prowler. Look, he, yeah, he should have been the Prowler in in that first. The uh, look, no, he couldn't have been in that first Spider Man. That was far. Was it uh, Homecoming? Because far from home, it wasn't. Well, home, well it might have been. Homecoming. I don't know. Homecoming. It doesn't because matter. he'd actually have to fix up that Peter Parker, like instead of Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, look, he should just drop Blade. They're not gonna make that in, at this point anyway. I, still, I, I I want Wesley Snipes as Blade. I, he still is. I haven't seen a new Blade. They're he was Blade. A new Blade. The shadows too. It's like we need the Daywalker, and then Wesley Snipes comes in. <laughs> I haven't seen that show, but I googled that scene just because Wesley Snipes is awesome. Oh, dude. Even all though the he, well, are, are so good. Even though, like, I know he did that because he needs money. Because the way he acted when it he, doesn't when they matter Blade three when they made Blade three, like, yeah. dude was just being a dick. It doesn't but matter why he did. It. He's or, there. You know the story, right? About Wesley Snipes on that third Blade movie. No, what about it? What do you do? He was a dick. Like, there's uh there's one scene where, um. He's like laying down, and they they do something, and and he wakes up. Dude just laid there, refused to open his eyes. Had to like CGI. Like oh yeah, he I just, he just hate. He was miserable that whole time. But I, I'm sure prison has changed him and made him uh, <laughs> made him accept his role, and that's why he showed up in uh, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. So, 
Cool. So, uh, we got to rate this or what? I think it's that time. I also do want to say the music I liked a lot better in this one. Mm-hmm. It definitely played like more of a background role, but it was still amazing music. I honestly didn't even notice it. So, Which uh, also what Lawrence was saying about it played in the background. Like it, it fits so well that it's not like it didn't, you know, I was like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, it, it definitely like it almost did like the opposite of what Guardians did. Where like, you know, like the Guardians, like the music was like a big it part of the first not movie. Be a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, kinda. But you know, like here's the thing, it's like people liked it. And that's that's the thing where it's like I didn't like it personally, but people apparently did, and so they like played it up in Guardians two and three. And I feel like you know the the music played like was this was more intertwined with the scenes in the first um, Spider Verse joint, and in this one, I think that they kind of realized like okay, maybe the, the 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 kind of music that they were using beforehand, like that that palette of music, maybe isn't doesn't fit tonally as much, and so they kind of had some of the same type of music, but. It just played the background more so, which was a good choice, I think. I was just like, man, like, but I definitely noticed. I was like, but it's interesting because it's one of those things where because it was so, like, forward in the first movie, it's like I kind of felt like, you know, like the songs would come on and I'm like, oh, wow, like, who is this? What is this music, you know? And in, in this movie, the stuff was happening and the music's, like, happening in the background. And I'm still like, oh man, that sounds cool. I want, you know, what is that? But I'm like, I'm gonna have to like try to friggin' see the soundtrack later or something because this is like, you know, <laughs> like we, I gotta focus on what's happening right now, you know, <laughs> like so, you know, it's interesting. Like it was, I think it was a good choice, but it is a a, a definite difference between the two movies. I think. Tiger Claw in chat wants to know if you think Beyond the Spider Verse would show a live action Miles Morales. I'm gonna say. No, if you get a live action Miles Morales, it's gonna be in a live action movie. Mm. Yeah, I I think there are very few uh, Miles Morales in the Spider Verse, uh, as we've seen. Like they're all Peter Parkers, and that's part of the theme of this movie, where he's like he is the aberration. So him being a prowler and uh. A Spider-Man is is part probably all we're gonna get for a Miles, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously you get like some variations because you have like, like right Spider Gwen, but right, but it, it, that's all in the forefront. But when you look out into the 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 expanse of the Spider Citadel, they're all Peters for the most yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, most of them are Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, cool. Well, shoot, let's rate Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Uh, Jay, what would you rate it? Um, I would give it a six out of five. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Oz, what would you rate? Um, my scale only goes up to five, so I'll just stick with five. <laughs> That's fair. Moses Magnum. 
Jay read my mind because that's what I was gonna do. Six out of five. <laughs> it's not even like normally I'd be like, hey, I gotta wait for the second movie because it's just half of it. But no, nah, it's six like this. The other one could yeah. be a total shit. It could be made by James Gunn and this still be six out of five. <laughs> right. Right. No, absolutely. I'm I'm definitely on that same kind of page where it's like, I mean, I, I'm gonna give it a five, but I, I wanna give it ten. <laughs> Well, so good. You could give the, the opening Spider Gwen movie five out of five. And there it is. Five and Miles movie, another five out of five. Five before the credits and five of five before the title sequence, and then five after the title sequence. The movie's a ten. Ten out of five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, it, it's phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, you know, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but you're making bad decisions. <laughs> go go see it in theaters. Then go see it again, cause dude, you're missing out. Oh, dude, man, are I'm so. See, are we gonna go see Transformers? Oh, jeez. Is that even a question? I was gonna discuss that in our pre-production meeting, but uh, yeah, me and Lawrence are going Friday to see it in IMAX. Damn right you are, Lawrence. Wait, what? That's right. I don't I remember having that conversation. What? What? You have no excuse. Wait, I don't know. Who's 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 paying for IMAX tickets? I am. <laughs> what? Hey, no excuses, Lawrence. No yeah, excuses. we're going after work. They're gonna pick me up. We're gonna head to Long Beach and see it in IMAX. <laughs> well, there it is. Jesus, you see all the Michael Bayness in all its glory. <sighs> Does that joint come out this Friday? Yes. I think. Technically, yeah. early screenings start tomorrow. Yeah. You're actually watching it late at that point. I watched the trailer uh, or like a teaser and I saw Air Razor in it and Scorpionock. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, like, I know it's not going to be good, but I still want to see it. <laughs> Like they could fuck it up, good. Like it'd be a good fucked up where you know, but I don't. I don't think so. I won't be happy till I see Blur. Blur. What makes you feel like Blur is gonna be in it? I'm just thinking of the Flash. In the, hey, that's another thing about the Spider-Man movie because this is like this Flash Flashpoint thing is gonna have to pull off because it's similar concepts. And it doesn't look like they're gonna. They didn't look like they're gonna pull it off well uh, to begin with. And now after the uh, across the Spider Verse, I think Flash got some big shoes to fill because they do. But early screenings, a lot of positive reviews from people that yeah, hate Ezra Miller. But they have but people are stupid. Like, like you're true. A small a small group. Like you're gonna. Like none of us were in those early screenings, right? So how are you gonna trust what they say? Like, what, I mean, what, what I trust is when somebody who hates Ezra Miller is watching a movie that has two Ezra Millers and walks out <laughs> saying that it was a good movie. Like you have a lot of obstacles to overcome to be able to say well, those words. What, what did that person say was good about it? Uh, when they get to Batman, 
it's a good Batman movie. Yeah, Once Michael right. Keaton shows up, okay. like not, yeah, not like, about the convergence of the universes and all this shit and the flashpoint. That's not the good part. No, it's uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. All right. Look, I, I rest on your face. Whoa. <laughs> Listen, I will say this. Like, I do feel like that Flash movie is probably going to be a good movie. Uh, it's not... I, I can't imagine it's going to be as good as this Across the Spider-Verse joint, though. Oh, like, no, I, we're not We're not going to compare it to Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. We're going to compare it to, <laughs> oh, like, no. previous WB movies. Or, right, or right. The reason but, I bring yeah. it up is because of the concept. Like, if th- yeah. the way they pull off this, uh, you know... Because they still use the same little branching from Marvel, from the MCU, the little, like, light mm-hmm. branching. And then mm-hmm. intertwine the web on top of that. So it's like a different mm-hmm. aspect of the variance mm-hmm. still connecting to, to what Marvel has been doing. And that's like, this is essentially like almost like Flashpoint, like Miles Morales' Flashpoint, with, with, thematically at least. And uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think this movie is going to pull it off that well. Like, I want to compare it to Multiverse of Madness. Can I compare it to Multiverse of Madness? I mean, I don't know if I would do that. Like, Multiverse of Madness. I know people talk about it like it wasn't good, but I don't know, man. Like, Multiverse of Madness, like, I, I would say watch it again. I, I still have Flash. I'd rather not. <laughs> Chaglaw says, what about Supergirl? Some that many want to see it just for her, or some may want to see it just for her. That's Superwoman. Like, I, I, Super she's from girl. a universe that she's from a universe where Clark never landed on Earth. Like she is the Clark of that universe. Yeah. I yeah, fucking no. hate her costume. <laughs> it's the wrong costume. It reminds me of the knockoff costumes from like DC Universe Online, where <laughs> it's like you know what it's supposed to be, but right. It's like you're influenced by that hero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's not. I, like I also don't like that it's a onesie. Like the boots aren't a separate thing; they're part of the costume. Yeah, that bugs me for some reason. But that was a Captain DC Universe Online. Ooh. I haven't played that game in so long. All right, yeah. Let's do it. Review like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Love it! I love it. All right, Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-six. Uh, it came out. What was that? Like it's a week ago. Are we doing <laughs> Yeah, we. Stations around already. Now. Wait, because what? Solicitations? Yeah, they revealed the covers for the upcoming issues that they were hiding. Oh, yeah. No, oh, you can. Um, we, yeah, we, we can definitely. I haven't, spoilers. I haven't seen those, but what I was going to mention is the events of the last page, I guess we would call them, have already been in news stories like for weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and we all. It's, it's like, not a secret. No, it's not a secret. I agree. Like, we all know that, uh, or at least. Most people would have known probably, and you know, spoilers if you did not know, in case you're like, Oh, I need this big reveal, but you know, uh, this issue is the issue where Kamala Khan gets killed, uh, 
And so Miss Marvel dies in this random issue of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? Yeah, I didn't read any of the news stories about it, so that was a shock to me. Oh, you didn't know that that was going to happen? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. No, I'm, I'm happy that when you read it, you didn't know, because that perspective is an important perspective to get. And and when we told you to read the book, you didn't know that that was what was going to happen. Right. Okay. So what what what? I was don't your... know when 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 the book opens with her interviewing for the job, like you feel something's going to happen. Well, not they're... that she's going to get killed. You better if you read like Dark Web or other Amazing Spider-Man issues, like it, it's not. It, that's no, pretty. See, I, well, I don't I don't read Spider-Man. I just follow the hype. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's like that's not that strange. Like, yeah. in these these latest runs of books, you know. Yeah, but Jay, what was your general feeling on reading the issue? Like, because you, I think you're the only one of us that actually went into it blindly. <laughs> so it's like, what was your general feeling of of coming through the issue and then getting to the end? Um. It was like, huh, it was interesting, <laughs> like, because it's like an ending arc. It's almost not quite an epilogue, and I haven't read anything before, so I don't know right. any of these people. I'm mm -hmm. kind of just thrown into a situation. Mm -hmm. Makes it a little harder to get emotionally invested, <laughs> uh, but... Um, I got to the end and I was a little underwhelmed. <laughs> uh, partially because I don't think, I don't, yeah, I would, I didn't fully believe it was real. Like, right. why would you kill Miss Marvel when her movie's about to come out? In a Spider-Man movie. That's what half the news stories about the issue were. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, people, I mean, it's interesting because people, there are all types of takes, but ultimately, I think everybody's just like, why would you do this? Why would you do this, one, and if you were going to do it, why would you do it in this book? <laughs> you know? Uh, you should have been in Champions. Well, I don't think, there's not a Champions book right now, I don't think. She had her right? own book. It be a Champions book. She had her own title. Yeah, but that's not going on right now either. Yeah, but Champions is awesome in theory. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> in practice. Uh, Mo, you're yeah. our, our resident Spider-Man fan. How did you feel about this joint? And, and I know you read some of this beforehand, but you haven't been reading this book regularly, right? Not not that regularly though. Uh, I'm actually like I started reading it at like I'm on like issue eleven, mm -hmm. so I'm not like I'm like catching up, which is what right. I didn't in my little hiatus. So mm -hmm. I should, but it, it's just one of those things. Like okay, I'm jumping a little forward, but it's like it's probably the best I've read of of uh, 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 of Gold Goblin. Like he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look, uh, he he leaped over that that high bar, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but he Best was like, no, story okay. yet. 
He's like, he's like helping out and he's like heroic, you know, and then he's like, and you know, he's an ally to Spider-Man, but it's two pages. And then he's like, who is she when she died? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, she was uh, observing me at work. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> the uh, people reading it. Yeah. And, but, and that's, you know, like, I don't really like, I'm having a hard time. I don't know. I, I'm having almost like an existential crisis with comics in the sense that like a lot of these comics that I've loved, like the big two or mainstream mm-hmm. comics are like not doing it for me. And it's like, maybe I did finally outgrow this shit, you know, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, but I, I, the only thing that keeps me from that is like, no, cause I used to read like vertigo shit as a kid, like heavy mm-hmm. metal and stuff like that. And so it's like, I've always had like a difference between the mainstream books and the non-mainstream and i always found a place to enjoy all of it and you know it's more about the medium than what books so i don't know man i'm i'm i'm, I'm freaking out about it but um but yeah like this is the this actual issue was probably the best one of these mainstream books i've read in a while yeah, like it, this is the best one if this one was better than like one through eleven well, no, um, well, that that it, it, it was, yeah, it felt a little oh, better, snap. but uh, Larry's dead. Yeah, um, look, I don't know what like, my life about like dark web, which the video's still coming. Um, don't let unfriended get you, <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> you know, uh, what is it the 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 murder world books, and what's the other one, the uh, unforgiven, you know, like, and then I try to read like. You know, I, I still haven't got to the X Men stuff. I, I did get like X Men Red. I think one the first two trade paperbacks, but I haven't gotten to read those yet. But um, yeah, it's definitely like one of those things. Like this is probably one of the better ones, but it's not by much. Like <laughs> it's just mm. I, I don't know. Like they're not putting as much work into creating like these epic stories. I don't know. I, maybe I'm spoiled by fucking Dan Slot, where you had like Ends of the Earth and then fucking Superior Spider-Man and then, you know, then Spider-Verse and, you know, Spider-Island oh, yeah. before that. Like, it's just these amazing epic heroic stories. Who's doing yeah. this run? Huh? Who's doing this run? Who's, who's the writer? Zeb Wells. And Zeb Wells is actually a good uh, uh, Spider-Man writer. He used to write Avenging Spider-Man and he, uh, yeah, he, in, you know, that's the he, robot I, chicken guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's from Robot Chicken, and uh, and he, he's actually a really good Spider-Man writer. Like, but I, I just don't know what what the. I think Nick Spencer really just like left a stink on it. Like, it, it's like it's hard to bounce back from that, you know. Dude, it's it's crazy because I agree with everything you're saying, Mo, where, you know, Zeb Wells, yeah, like, I, I've enjoyed his writing in the past, but man, like, I am not enjoying anything he's been writing for this Spider-Man run, really, and uh, it, like, it, and I'm not even, I'm not feeling the artwork either, <laughs> which doesn't help, like, which John Romita Jr., just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how Jr. still gets jobs. I mean, now, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far because it's like he has a, a style that's unique, mm-hmm. and you know there are people that like it, 
it's like for the nostalgia kind of thing. And Plus, so, he, probably, know, he probably doesn't miss deadlines either. You're right. I'm sure he he's. He, I look, yeah, based on what he draws, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like, but, if you're not gonna draw lips, then I can see how you would save time. <laughs> but yeah, like it's definitely not not either one of their best works. Dude, and, dude's you, living off his dad's legacy, right? At this point. No, no, no. I mean, he has his own legacy secured. When his own spot. Yeah, like it's like, I like he might be riding on the coat, like uh, like coasting off of his own legacy. Like I can, I can, I would. If you say that, I would give it to you. But not like he's beyond. You know, like he he's he solidified his own spot at this point. I feel, but, um, you know. It's gotten to the point where you know Marvel told Zeb Wells like you should not do any cons because people like are hating you for what you're doing and it might be bad for you. <laughs> you know, they're like, don't don't go to these cons. And I'm like, which is not cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, like we can all like we've all disliked comics and disliked comic creators for what they've done to some of our favorite characters or whatever, but people should be able to like go to a Cabo convention and not have to be concerned for their own safety. You know what I mean? So yeah, we just see their booth and keep walking <laughs> or, or, you know, you have words, which is okay. You can tell somebody that you think that their work is trash. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't suggest that you do that, but you know, it's one of those things where, Hey, if you feel that strongly and you want to express it like that can happen. And you know, what happens after that, you know, like actions have consequences, right? But, you know, like Zeb Wells shouldn't mess around and have to worry about whether he can walk around at comic book conventions freely because cats are that upset about, like, which I, I'm pretty sure they were upset before this issue. <laughs> like, this is not, it's not because of what happened in this issue. Like, it's more so about, I think, random. MJ kids, <laughs> you know, but Paul has been the reason I stopped reading Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, like it, it, it might not be, but it feels like a like a insert. Yeah, like an editor just put it. So it just, I, it, it, it's bugged me. Um, I didn't realize they had kids too. Yeah. Until I read this issue, and I'm like, "Wow, man, this is worse than I, than I even thought." <laughs> right, right. Like, like I, I'm reading the whole thing, like waiting for everybody to get killed, <laughs> um, tolerating fucking Romita Junior art that is just getting on my nerves mm-hmm. the whole time. I hate you guys. I don't even know why I'm on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that, but like. Yeah. Hey, you and, can uh, you can suggest stuff to read. <laughs> and the funny part is that it's like even worse, like coming off of like watching across the Spider Verse, where you I, like I'm looking. I, I did at, read this after watching the movie, by the way. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like literally like looking into Miguel O'Hara's face. And it's like, dude, like that's what good John Romita Jr. art looks like. Like I've seen that, you know what I'm saying. And not only do I, am I looking at it, but I'm like, I haven't dude. seen that in ten years. Well, I mean, but okay, like about. Like, uh, I, I understand it exists, 
Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I haven't seen it in at least 10 years, probably yeah. longer. And especially, I, I'm in a lot of sketch uh, groups. And mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I understand he needs money, I guess. But seeing some of the sketches that he does, I'm like, man, I don't like dudes coasted on his name at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, but people, yeah, people want his art. So it's like you can't like I know, we, but like like we say on the show all the time, a lot of people are stupid. <laughs> Listen, they there's actually no, there's no in that movie that's coming out, the teenage kraken. <laughs> They're like, well, people love mermaids. It's like and the lady's like, Yeah, people are stupid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, there's no, there's no accounting for taste, right? Like, you know, we all have our artists that we enjoy that other people are like, oh, they're garbage. So, but I feel where you all are coming from. But yeah, I, I, I will say this: uh, what I'm mo- most worried about is Kamala Khan. Becoming like getting resurrected through the Krakoan process and potentially becoming a mutant with friggin' crystal light powers in the comics. Don't you have to be a mutant before you can get resurrected like that? No, because she's not like nobody has taken the time to back up her brain, right? Which is part of the process. That that is true, like you know, but. Technically, there there are ways around that, like you know. Um, Wait, is Kamala Khan an adult in these books at this point? Yeah, she's like she's like sixteen. No, she's out of college or like working on her way of getting out of college. Okay, all right, and sorry. That she was interning, so it's like she might still be in college, but in Dark Web, she was actually like working on stuff. So it's like she might have graduated, but she's like she's. An adult is my point. Yeah, I, I, I still, and it might be because of the uh, the movie and the, and the show. I still saw her as like sixteen. Yeah, but no, if she's an adult in the comics, then yeah, that yeah. That, that makes yeah, sense. That makes but you really, you really think she's gonna be brought back as a mutant? I hope not. But it's like I'm, I'm worried that that might happen just because I guess yeah, because of the movie. Oh, well. She's a yeah. mutant in the MCU. That's what I'm saying. Like, or at least they uh, you know, allude to the fact that she might be, but it's like they if that the, they play the X-Men theme and everything. Right. That show. Right. So I don't know, man. It's like that would be a bad look. Like, you know, I enjoy the the or I enjoyed the Miss Marvel TV show, and I'm happy to, you know, take that for what it is and you know, let it be what it is, separate from the M- from the the friggin' Marvel Comics universe. But yeah, I don't want that to happen. And you know, we know they're gonna bring her back, like you know, because like Joe mentioned earlier, like it's you know the movie's coming out, so she's gonna have her own comic. And I'm sure that all this is literally just like marketing to be like, okay, like if we talk about the resurrection of Miss Marvel when the book is coming or when the movie's coming out then that might hype up the book and people are going to be looking for it and all that so i hear you saying all these things Mm -hmm. casually 
Yeah. As I would expect somebody to somebody who who's been around for a while to say it. Mm -hmm. But it might surprise you that people don't think that like people don't think like that. Like there's people that don't um this issue is con considered a, a major issue because of her death as though she will never come back. Yeah. Even like you said, there's a movie coming out in a few months. Like the movie's done. Yeah. Like why would she not come back? And it's it's, yeah. it's just weird to me because it's like the whole phenomenon <laughs> of like when when a number one comes out and it sells a million copies mm -hmm. like like it's gonna be worth something. When right. people don't realize the books that are worth something are not because they sold a million copies, it's because they sold right. like a thousand copies and half of those were destroyed right. for some reason. It, I'm like people don't realize she's coming for back. Number one. Well, hold, and hold on. <laughs> and let me let, let, let asterisks there. Not, not only do people not realize she's coming back, like um people don't buy the comic. People don't read comics to to be affected all that much by her death. And it's something that we tend to forget because everything we look at is in this comic universe. Right. So we we like to us, this is a big event right. book. To collectors, this is a big event book, even though not really. Right. To the general public, they have no idea this happened. No, absolutely. And and I think that that's that's the thing where the comic book company is hoping that the death will will generate buzz beyond us as comic book readers. And so when you when you hear that Kamala Khan dies, you're you know you're they're hoping that okay that generates some buzz in the in you know in the friggin' mainstream media. Let's say now it didn't. <laughs> so so that first part didn't work unfortunately for them right and apparently not when i like when well, i saw it it was a huge story no one no one else knows about it outside of us it'll probably hit once the book comes out right By and the then way, when they the relaunch that that story didn't hit no, not relaunch. there's Before a he death of malakan comic where they talk to, where they basically do the characters, and then I think they might have interviews with the creators. It's like, like when that comes out, that will generate. <laughs> uh, that's what'll be what they're banking on to generate buzz. I don't think so, Joe. <laughs> like they're you don't hoping think that's what they're thinking, or oh. you don't think that's what'll happen? No, no. I mean, I I think that, I think that that's they're hoping for that. I don't. Right. Yeah, I don't think it'll it'll happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen. I have no because, idea. Because you guys, uh, you guys read a lot more of these uh, Kamala Khan books. Has she been compared to Mister Fantastic a lot? No. Mm -mm. No, like nobody cares that she's got. Like she literally, she, she's, she's not smart enough. Yeah. Like she. Oh, she did. <laughs> She doesn't stretch as much as Mr. Fantastic. Like, they were literally in the same comic book and nobody tripped about it. <laughs> you know, like, she just embiggens herself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, 
It, it like the reality is it's like obviously Mr. Fantastic in I or I guess I'll say in his universe, like in the Marvel universe, his power set is a bit more unique than a lot of other people. But it's like, I mean, it's weird that we're you know, people are always like, Oh, but I don't know, like the, the powers are the same. It's like, dude, like how many people fly? You know what I'm saying? Like, how many people have like some sort of like bio energy blast? I, the, you know I, what I'm saying? Bring, I would bring that up because the reason her yeah. powers became light based from everything I read was because they right. didn't want her to be too much like Mr. Fantastic. And right. Changing right. her in the books, um, like I, I could kind of see them changing it because of that. But you're saying they don't even make that connection in the books, and that no, kind of only. The only reason they're going to make the change if they do it in the book is because they're trying to synergize with the mass media version. Okay. You know, they're like, they're hoping that the people, and you know, again, it's like literally just like if the people that happen to come to pick up a comic because they watch the Marvels and they're like, I like Miss Marvel, I want to read more about her specifically. They're hoping that those people can get a version of the book and it, it feels similar, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and from a marketing perspective, that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, from the standpoint of a comic book reader, it's just like, dude, like, why, why are, if you didn't want Miss Marvel powers, then why are you using Miss Marvel? You know, or if you didn't want Miss Marvel, like that, like the character is similar enough for all intents and purposes, but it's just weird that you would go with a, a, that big of a departure from a power perspective. So when they bring her back on Krakoa, do you think they're going to DH her? <laughs> That's a good question. They can. I don't know. I don't know. They, they might. They might find some like, uh, like we got a brain scan like five years ago or something. Now, see, honestly, like it's no thing. Like, literally, that's baked into the whole idea of the the resurrection process they're like we don't bring you back like old we'll bring you back like in your prime and you can decide that that's what you want like you know like magneto if he which i guess magneto didn't get resurrected but if he had i get uh, yeah, yeah but I you guess, uh, well like um her coming back with her as a teenager like just you know mm -hmm. going with the, the the MCU thing, mm -hmm. like you want that mindset too. If you want it to match what we're seeing in the in, in the, the right, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, so you can't bring back old ass Kamala Khan that like was holding on a job. I mean, Kamala Khan is like maybe eighteen, <laughs> like maybe well, she doesn't have that. Um. Like the, the oh. MCU Kamala Khan is just like amazed every time something happens, right? And she still has that 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 like I've never seen this, and you're not you're not gonna get that from uh, old right. ass spinstress or whatever she. What <laughs> realistically, like you know, at this point, I feel almost like an expert because I read so much of her in Dark Web and this <laughs> that, that it's like. You don't need that anymore. Like you have those those runs where she was like that already, and that was right. more to what the show was. So well, except like, for the fact that she doesn't do any of those powers. 
Right, but in the way, at the end, she's still in biggins and stretches. It's just surrounded by light. <laughs> yeah, but she can like make light platforms in the show. Yeah, but you don't need her to. Well, either way, I I think people are stupid enough that they'll buy it and be fine with it if they like that character. You know, I would even say like, they don't have to change her in the like, comics because the people watching the MCU aren't buying the comics. True. Right. Yeah, and that's another point. But they want them to, right. and uh, and they got to work towards it because <laughs> they want them to, but they're not. Yeah, but they got to do whatever they can to try to get them. Yeah. 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 I mean, ultimately, we when Peter started using organic webs for a while, it's true. That did happen. Oh, I forgot about that, or I blocked it out. <laughs> it's too funny, man. Uh okay, so let's rate this. What were you gonna say, Jay? No, I was just gonna ask you some more to talk or can we grade? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh Jay, what what would you rate Amazing Spider-Man number 26? I would give it a five. It happened. You said a one out of five? Three out of five. Three out of five. It did, in fact, happen, Jay. That's true. Yeah, I, I didn't particularly dislike it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Kamala Khan thing was kind of cool. Only kind of there. That's fair. Oz, what would you rate Amazing Spider-Man number 26? I think, I think three is about right. Um, Romita's art in it is... Uh, and then... It, the story itself is fine. Yeah, three. Okay. Three is where I'm at. Okay. Moses, what would you rate Amazing Spider-Man number 26? It's a good middle-of-the-road book that's a little better than what I've been reading there. So three. <laughs> three, I think, is where it is. Like, And it's just like, you know, when you're watching something like uh, Across the Spider-Verse and you see a Ben Riley, and Ben Riley's acting like what we hated in the books where he took over, mm-hmm. like they're still making lemonade out of that lemon. Right. Here it's like in the comics we should have gotten past this. Like the the just because you get a new team, we shouldn't have this quality of writing. You know? Yeah. It's uh it's it's disappointing. And as a spider fan, uh, I'm disappointed. But at least we get across the spider verse. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So there you want your, that's a good load, you know? Well, I, I will tell y'all, man, I'm, I'm going to rate this joint a two. Uh, and, and I'm going to let you all know that you like you all are not reading enough comic books because this joint's you know, like there, there's better stuff out here than this by far. Like, I'm, which I know you all know because you all did say three. But, dude, like, look, I'm like, uh, like, like, you're like, I need I need to make y'all read some more X-Men books. <laughs> that, well, I'm working on it. I, I did get the first two trade paperbacks of that uh, X Men Red that you brought up last Oof. time. So Such I, I'm a good book, X Men Red, baby. I was starting it, and then I got into Chainsaw Man, the manga. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. So, all right, cool, gents. Uh, let's do some final thoughts before we get out of here. All right. Hey. Why don't we go with you for some final thoughts? Um, if you go on Steam right now, the game Hue is discounted completely for free. You can get it. 
Uh, it's a puzzle platformer where you change the color of the world and it changes the objects that are in it. Um, it's it's pretty good. I've been playing it. It's fun. Um, and it's free right now, so you might as well pick it up. That sounds awesome. It's on Steam? Yeah. Cool. All right. Oscor, final thoughts. At this point, I kind of know everything that happens in the uh, Flash movie. And it just <laughs> makes me want to see it more. Like, I, I honestly, I, I can... I can explain the whole movie to you at this point because I've talked to people and read so many reviews that, yeah, I, I know beat for beat what happened, and I'm excited now more than the stupid trailers. <laughs> okay, Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, might have a more deal for you next week, but depends if we review the book or not. But you're only going to find out if you like, subscribe, hit the bell, and uh, join the other community that are enjoying uncensored videos on our platform here at YouTube. I, I yeah, saw it. There's like a, a naked statue video. Yeah, yeah. So there's boobies on our channel. And uh, there's a couple of Marvel Snap tutorials that I, that I put up. And uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff happening. And a lot of good stuff coming down the line. We're entering convention season. Got anime expo coming up, and then uh, Comic Con, yeah. So we get some good, good content on this channel. Just be sure to, to get the alert. There it is for the entire Fantastic Forum. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, either way, like and subscribe, and all those good things. We're the Fantastic Forum. Good night.